Hey everyone, this episode of Blacked Out is brought to you by the Bronx Open Mic. Live uptown and want to get down? Check out the Bronx Open Mic on Instagram at bxopenmic. Because remember, it's not just a showcase, it's also a party. That's at bxopenmic. Now let's get to the show. What's up, Bronxsters, Bronxites, and Bronx natives? I'm Rosalie Ruiz, and uh, welcome to Blacked Out, your weekly podcast covering all things Bronx, in case you might have missed it. I'm welcoming into the studio today a uh, special guest, Raf Schweizer. Whoop whoop, Raf Schweizer, what's up? Whoop whoop. <laughs> always, always the enthusiast, always. Um, Ralph. Raf, they're interchangeable. I use them that way. Uh, he is the organizer, creator, all-around master of the Bronx Open Mic. Uh, they are a bi-weekly, right? Bi-weekly showcase um, here in the Bronx. They host out of Gasolina Lounge. It's on Boston Road. And Essentials Lounge. Uh, where's that, Ralph? It's Fordham Road by Arthur Avenue. All right, Arthur Ave. Oh, God. I can't walk by there without thinking of cannolis. I'm thinking of cannolis right now. You're not the cannoli one. Hey, I like that. (laughs) Oh, man, that was great. Um, I'm going to steal that from you. I mean, copyrights, obvs, because it's recorded. But (laughs) I'll do the trademark symbol after the fact. We also got Wynn, local recording artist, uh, fresh off of the South by Southwest tour, joining us in the studio. Wynn. What's going on? Gun Hill in the building. How y'all doing tonight? Boop, boop, boop. No, no. Boop, boop. Hey. Uh, he'll be joining in on the conversation later. Um, just to touch real quick, we are missing someone, Randy. He's in D.C. doing his lawyerly things. If you don't know, Randy is constantly taking on uh, local cases for housing discrimination, um, people who can't afford their local legal services. You can always check out what he does. Uh, That's Randy Abreu NYC. Um, He's on Facebook, Instagram, and he'll be joining us back next week in the studio. Uh, But today... Today is a a special episode because for all you folks who celebrate the herbal tea, the remedy that is weed 420 is upon us. And a lot of people kind of have mixed opinions on it, right? Like, you run Bipeka, Ralph. Like, what's the overall opinion from your constituents? Uh, I don't know. I don't really bring it up a lot, but I would. my opinion is make it just like alcohol. You can't look. You can't smoke it out on the street. You can't smoke it out in the park. You know, in public, no. You can do it in your own house. You can sell it wherever you want. You can buy it wherever you want. You can grow it wherever you want. But, you know, take all the people out of jail. Yeah. That's the first thing. Yeah. Because, you know, all these white people smoking weed all happy in these ads while all these black people in jails for 30, 40 years Facts. because of the three-strike stri- three law, Rockefeller laws. Facts. So, yeah. 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 Legalize it. No, yeah, I agree. Legalize it. Um, 
there's... Or just decriminalize it because some people are afraid of legalization because it'll get a little too regulated. You know, it'll get taxed because, like, you know, selling weed on the street, you don't got to pay tax on that. And it's good. You know, it's, it's 100% cash. So at least decriminalize it. That's such a New York thing. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking about that just yesterday. Like, I, I often run the fence of legalizing completely and just completely decriminalizing it because every New Yorker knows they don't wanna they don't wanna pay taxes on weed. Especially when the prices are dropping. <laughs> like if you buy weed, you know how much you're getting for a certain price these days. It's so much of it, the price can only drop. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Um there's recently been an announcement by Sex in the City actress. I don't. I don't mean to sound sarcastic. Don't demean her. No, no, no. I, I'm. I'm not. I don't mean to sound sarcastic as I say that. Um, but actress. that is her most note of fame. Uh, Sex in the City actress Cynthia Nixon. She's running on a progressive platform. Yeah, she's scaring the shit out of Cuomo. Yeah, like, which he deserves. He deserves to shit in his oh, pants. God. He's been shitting on others all these years. Oh God, like the Cuomo crime organization the Cuomo crime family the Cuomo bullies they want to everybody in in politics is now getting the honor of a crime family the Cuomo bullies yeah uh she she's recently been endorsed by the working families party working families party um and just announced uh I think it was I don't know I think it was almost as immediately as she announced her campaign that she wants to legalize weed in New York, full legalization. Yep. She's down for the cause, yo. And I think it's so appropriate with 420 just around the corner. Um, she knows her demographic. She knows her people. <laughs> um, what do you think about Cynthia Nixon? Um, S- Cynthia Nixon is part of um, an overall plan to um, scare the shit out of and break up the IDC, which is an independent independent democratic conference led by Jeffy, I call him Jeffy, Jeff Klein, um, tan man, artificial tan, artificially tanned, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a dick. Anyway, yeah. he has low self esteem, and he, he he makes he tries to make up for it by patting himself on the back by giving all these little leagues and all these other Bronx organizations Republican money because that's yeah. what it is. So the IDC has. Um, it's a group of like eight Democrats in the New York State Senate. They've aligned with the Republicans, you know, Republicans, the people that support Trump, um, to, to, to um, and they, they have had, they've had control of the New York State Senate for the past, at least the past eight years, and that control has prevented um, uh, legislation that will help rent-stabilized tenants, reg- uh, legislation that'll make it easier to vote in New York. We don't have... Um, Automatic voter, um, automatic voter enrollment. A lot of, lot of laws that they have elsewhere in the United States that make it easier to vote. Anyway, um, so all these years the IDC has collaborated with the, um, the Republicans, and Mr. Cuomo hasn't said anything up until this year when all those New York, those IDC um, senators, guess who they got? Um, they, the Working Families Party, got people to run against them. A lot of them. They got like at least. 
um, like eight people to run against these IDC members, and that scared the shit out of them. Then, then uh, Cuomo starts talking about, oh, well, we can't have the IDC anymore. Why? Because look who's running against him now, Miss Cynthia Nixon. <laughs> Actress, however, she's been an um, activist for a very long time. Um, she is gay, but she's been um, active in many other um, anti-war movements, um, lots, lots, of, um, lots of good causes. And she keeps it real. If you saw her uh, video on um, Instagram, just search Cynthia with a C, Nixon, N-I-X-O-N. Um, she, she went gung-ho for um, legalization of marijuana. Why? Because, you know, John Boehner, you know, Boner? I call him Boner, the <laughs> former Speaker of the House. <laughs> Now he's in the marijuana business. Oh, John Boehner, fucking conservative, conservative ass Republican, what? wants to. Oh, we got to take crime off our streets. Let's jail the black people selling weed. Yeah, that John Boehner. Oh, now he's on the board of a marijuana company. Get the fuck out of here. Legalize that shit, but more importantly, decriminalize it because all these people under sentence of the Rockefeller laws been in jail for 20, 25 years. What for selling weed? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Get them out of jail first before you um have uh, white people in any more ads, you know, smoking a joint yeah, or yeah. eating an edible or any of that bullshit. So blatantly advertising it on Vice with their dinners and their munchies episodes. Yeah, so so if Mr. Cuomo brags about, oh, well, the IDC is aligning with the main mainline Democrats, one, that happened this year. Two, it only happened because Cynthia Nixon and all these other Working Family Party endorsed Candidates are running against those IDC people and Governor Cuomo, who's a two-faced, who's done nothing for tenants, who's had the bully pulpit for the past, what, eight, ten years, yeah. has done nothing for tenants, nothing for um, to make voting easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuomo receives too much praise, I think, um, I'm, and I'm not sure for what. Yeah, the free college was nice if you want to adhere to the terms Asterisk. of it, if you want to... Uh, do if you even qualify? I mean, what was it? you have to make a hundred thousand a year? Your parents so that's under under a hundred thousand under one hundred twenty five, I believe, or one hundred fifty. But anyway, it's like he always he kind of he he did legalize gay marriage in New York State. Eh. You know. Okay. I know he did help Puerto Rico a lot, which a lot of. Um, my Puerto Rican friends and people who have relatives there did praise him for, which he deserves praise for. He does good things. Look. People say, oh, you know, in, in the election, I supported Bernie Sanders, you know, the election, that election, you know. Yeah. I supported Bernie Sanders, but, you know, the, the bitch got the nomination. Sorry, don't mean to be sexist. <laughs> Bernie was screwed. He was damn screwed. Yeah. Hillary got the nomination. You, so you're going to tell me be, because I'm mad at the Democrats that I should vote for Trump or just not vote at all? No. Look, when there's a choice between lesser two evils, you go with the lesser two evils. Because look who we got in the White House right now. We got the white supremacists in the White House. Yeah, sounds so, about white. <laughs> however, on the local level, there's a thing called primaries where, you have a, where you're supposed to have a choice between bad Democrats and good Democrats. Or, you know, ho hopefully better Democrats. And Cuomo is a two-faced uh, bully, a liar. You know, however he is a Democrat. But Cynthia Nixon... She hasn't been in government. She's been in activism for a very long time, like I've been in activism. Right. Uh, she and she's damn progressive, and she don't hold she don't hold back. And we need someone like that who is raw, who is um, just just saturated and and bustling with truth. And yeah, that, that's that's good. It's good. Hold 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 these people feet to the fire. Look, even if Cynthia Nixon loses, even if she only gets 40 percent, she already won because her and all these working families back candidates 
they already broke up the IDC. Um, you know, there's a little more to do to get the state Senate back in Democratic um, control. But yeah, they've already made a huge impact. Well, there was a quote from a Cuomo spokesperson, um, and I, I'm going to paraphrase it, uh, something to the effect of, it's a shame that the working family parties has chosen to back Cynthia Nixon because for the first time we have a governor who represents 100% of New York State and is unified against Trump. But Well, now they are. As of, like, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You don't get your act together in under a month. Um, Randy is a progressive, also. I didn't mention that. Randy, that's some of the stuff he does when he travels out of town. He um, is a part of the Bronx Progressives. Was endorsed by the working family parties as well uh, when he ran against uh, corporate religious monger Fernando Cabrera, um, and unfortunately lost. But like you said, it sets the president. It's going forward. There's a lot to be gained. Um, but before we go forward, I want to take a quick break and, in, you know, just properly invite our guest, Wynn, into the conversation. He's sitting anxious with so many different opinions just bustling in his head. I can see it. I can see it. A <laughs> uh, so take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Win. We in the building. We're gonna get blacked out. You understand? Huh. Let's get busy. And we're back. And we got Wynn joining us. Wynn, what's up, yo? Nothing much. How you doing? Chillin', chillin'. Um, so, what do you know about Cynthia Nixon? Um, from what I understand, she is running for some kind of, uh, she's running for governor, right? Yeah, yeah. Running for governor on the Democratic ticket. Uh-huh. And... My well, she's o- trying to get it, sorry. Yeah. My only... Only thing I keep hearing about her as of late is she is supporting the marijuana movement. That yeah. seems to be her platform, from what I understand. Don't know too much to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, she. I don't know. Did you see the video of her? I uh, yeah. I saw. I saw partial of it uh, on Facebook on the you know in the news feeds pop up and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, it looked. Uh, you know, it looked pretty nice. It looked like a nice message, you know what I mean? It's clean cut and whatnot, how these things try to get portrayed. But, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing through, though. I lost focus pretty quick. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> you don't seem too sold on her. Uh, I'm not sold on anything government-related, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't trust my government, so I don't see anything outright helping my community. Uh, from what I see, from through my eyes anyway, my people keep getting locked up and harassed for something that seems to be okay for people that don't look like me. You know what I mean? So, right. as far as I'm concerned, if her support of the of of the marijuana community is to make it legal to profit from it, how does that help the people who have been incarcerated already in the past for what you said was a crime? And that isn't. It's okay for the government to make money off of it. 
Right. So what happens about those lives you ruined in the process? Right. You know what I mean? Why is it okay now? Because white folk think it's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but my thing is, actually, that is my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's no hate thrown or anything like that. It's just, there's, you're going to have to do a lot more to sell me on that. It's not just weed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Weed is weed. You know what I mean? Don't use that as a, as a, as a way of, uh, ensnaring because it's cool you know what I mean yeah it's the same thing you think is cool through that and then you get mad at rappers doing it on, on camera and whatnot, and make people try to feel pretty shitty about trying to involve themselves in something that brings people enjoyment it brings people health brings people happiness yeah you know what I mean so they, they the things that are legal right now that you can get in a pharmacy are fucking ridiculous you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's... it's You're more likely to be killed by your doctor, and that's not a code name. You're more likely to be killed by fast food. That, too. Yeah, that, too. Tropical fantasy. I mean, (laughs) side... I see. Sunny Delight. (laughs) Oh, Sunny D. Fuck out of here. International segment, real quick. Uh, There was a guy in England, I believe, Uh who infected Cadbury chocolate with... His blood, and he had HIV. So yeah, your junk food can literally kill you. When did this happen? I don't mean that way. I mean by the. I know. I mean by the preservatives. I'm taking it to the extreme. I'm taking it to the extreme. Enlighten me on this. Yeah, I'm West Indian background. We gotta go. You gotta go. I saw it in passing on Facebook, like on our way here. Cadbury is a very big thing. I just had some Cadbury yesterday. The other day at my sister's house. Yeah, it was like that market though. Like the, oh okay yeah but, but they distribute to the islands oh yeah so that's why when people go back to the islands they always come back with Cadbury chocolate it's like because it tastes different over here well yeah yeah because they own that well not own that yeah they own the yeah. islands right yeah, yeah. it's kind of but I, actually no I have to look into it. I think Nestle actually owns Cadbury now so I don't know yeah. no yeah. um yeah, who knows yeah that's crazy yeah. but back to weed and everything yeah. you were saying mm-hmm. um. Cynthia Nixon did specifically say that she thinks it's time that we make legislation to really kind of make things right with the black and brown communities. Mm -hmm. We can't allow white people to conduct business on what we've arrested so many black and brown people for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like Ralph mentioned earlier about the Rockefeller laws, 25 years, uh, it's a long time. That's your child growing up into a full adult. You That's know, sad business, man. That's, That's and sad and business. when you think about it, if you really give it a timeline, okay, I'm 28. You're 29. 29. Ralph, you're confidential. Confidential. This guy. <laughs> this yeah. guy. Um, so imagine late 80s. You know, and you're in the Bronx and. There's not much really going on mm-hmm. in the South Bronx specifically. There's no real real estate. There's no business. There's no infrastructure. What are you doing? You're hustling. You're selling drugs to feed your family. And then, boom, you're in jail. And now we have de Blasio bringing up jail again. He wants to build a new jail in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um and the reasoning behind it makes sense, but I don't see the execution 
being implemented the right way because we've seen it time and time again. Bureaucracy rules New York. Mm -hmm. Bureaucracy is how you make money. You have to get lost in the system for the system to make money. You have to be on welfare so that the social workers can have a job. And they need you to be on this program for a certain amount of time until they get their new caseload so they can have work. It's, it's a cynical way to say it, but bureaucracy rules New York. Um, and it's all for the sake of not being corrupt. But it's kind of lost in translation, I think. So did you guys, do you guys know anything about the new jail? Did you, did you hear about uh, it? Uh, to my understanding, uh, they're building them in different boroughs besides Staten Island. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and the reasoning behind it with the whole Rikers Island thing, they want to close it down and, and try to make an easier process and whatnot. I mean, a lot of, uh, it's a lot of, uh, the, you know, when you hear a Rikers in the, in, in the black community, from my understanding, too, you know, like, it, when you think, oh, my bad, I can't remember the, the brother's name, Khalif Broder? Oh, yeah, Khalif you know Broder, yeah. You know what I mean? Just just that alone, when you see things like that, you know what I mean? It's it's like, alright, you're trying to put a band-aid over something, you know, like, how are you really going to clean up a system that's, like, completely shit? Yeah. You know, like, there's so much missing pieces to this puzzle like how right. are you gonna make this better you know that's where i look like oh, what's the plan right show us what the plan is right you the know, the the plan that's being presented uh the the reasoning behind it they think is that khalif was lost in the system because of too much bureaucracy too much paperwork you have mm -hmm. overwhelmed public servants um public defenders just everybody's overworked and he didn't get a speedy trial so their solution, if we have smaller jails in the community from which you're arrested, you will be expedited through the system and get your right to a speedy court date. Mm -hmm. That's the theory. Mm -hmm. This is what they've come up with. Mm -hmm. It makes sense in theory. Yeah? Yeah, I'm trying to do like the numbers. One plus two plus three plus four. Um, that made no sense by stuff. You know, like, <laughs> like one, two, three, four. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. If you put this here, this should happen. Right. You know? It's just... I, again, like I said, I'm not the oldest New Yorker, but I've seen some change, some changes. I've, I've, I've seen my borough, my community go through changes because of bureaucracy, because of funding and inappropriate allocation of funds. You know, I've seen what happens when you literally don't dye your I's and cross your T's on paperwork. Mm -hmm. And it's devastating. Um, I, I've worked in the prison system. I've worked for my local representative. I worked for Jeff Klein also. Um, I've seen the different aspects of what politics and bureaucracy does to the community. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I, I can assume it doesn't benefit the community really. Not at all. It's all paperwork. Mm -hmm. It's data. It's statistics. Mm 
that's all it is. It's 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 data. It's what people are spending millions of. It's what Cambridge Analytica bought. You know, data. Data is vital. Um, so you can have all this data and not have real life Im implementations ready to go. And I think that's what we're going to see with these jails. Mm -hmm. It's all based on data and not a real life scope mm -hmm. of things. Um, hopefully if Cynthia Nixon becomes governor, she can stop the jails from being put up or at least who goes into those jails. I want more options though. I don't think we get enough options. We don't have enough options. At the end of the day, like, you know, I, I, like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm, I, I know much about politics and whatnot, because I think it's a bunch of nonsense, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm one of those people that don't, the system started, it's, the foundation in itself is, is, is corrupt and, and broken, so yeah. everything that leads from that has to be poisoned, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, as far as I'm concerned, the more time goes on, the more schools lose funding, the more teachers are underpaid, the more there's no more after school programs. Kids don't have music programs anymore. You know, like you don't see like people are lazy now, people are just it's I don't see nothing really getting better, you know. I see more cool stuff getting built. I see we got computers in our hands now. That's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jordan's came back, went away, came back, went away, came back. <laughs> it's strong. The brand is strong. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> What else is getting better, man? Like it's even like to the next generation to go into college is like, like a why would I even want to do that? Like yeah. they're making it so only certain kinds of people can get there. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And those people after space left off, there's a monopoly now. Well, you gonna get your lottery number? You know what I mean? Yeah. How much money can you put up? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <sighs> there's so much going on in the Bronx right now, and. Like you said about, you know, no money for schools and community. It's just, we're not seeing any real tools being placed in people's hands to get those things or to make those things better. Uh, especially from you're from the Bronx, I think. Mm -hmm. I think the Bronx is the biggest ghetto in people's eyes. It was our last bookstore. We don't got a bookstore. We don't have we, but the community responded strong to that. Yeah. The community responded strong. We have now book clubs. We've got uh, book fairs. We've got the Bronx Book Fair coming up soon. Oscar, you know Oscar. Yes, Oscar, yeah. uh, I think he curated the last one. Really? Yeah, Oscar's gonna be on next week's episode. Oh, I got lost in the paint. Yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to Oscar, man. Yeah, Oscar's He's a good brother. doing his thing. Blacklist yeah. out here, yo. Man. What? Um, but yeah, the community responded strong to that, and the community responded strong to de Blasio's jail. Um, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want it to be built. I don't want it to be built. I think the path we're going, where the Bronx is going, is not in line with a new jail. That's not where that want, money should go. We need more inspiration. We need more inspiration. Yeah. But one of the things, uh, real quick, shout out to the Dominicans outside arguing, uh, mad authentic Bronx vibes. Good look at we had the option of closing the window, but decided we needed the authenticity. Uh, 
one of the things that has opened in the Bronx is a weed dispensary. Yeah. A weed dispensary has been in a business for about two years now. Um, Pharmacanus Bronx in Hunts Point, that is their name. Check them out, Google them. Uh, they had a really great debut onto the scene with a, a Bronx-themed block party, because you know how we love our block parties out here. Mm. And I'm intrigued by what this means for the future of weed entrepreneurs, our local budmans. Let's say Cynthia Nixon becomes governor. Are we going to be seeing more pharmacanas? What do you think, Ralph? Well, it depends on, is, it, is the Pharmacana only for people with a prescription? Right now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I can't go there and get a, get a nice no. little toke? No. But rumor on the block is there are certain doctors where you could buy into that. All you need is $300, and they will give you the prescription. It, they're kind of, it's... I like, my lo I like my local weed guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 we have a commercial coming up for him next. His name is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you go to the doctor too? <laughs> yeah, look, I've never had a bad experience with my weed guy. Look, you go into other drugs, other stuff like that, you, you don't know what's being laced in it. Weed's weed, you know? Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Just decriminalize it. That'll be good. And I'm good. I, yeah, again, that goes like back to that. all the people out of jail, don't jail me for buying it. Don't jail me for smoking it. If I smoke it outside or I smoke it in a park, yeah, give me a $25 ticket. That's fine. Right. You know, no $150 ticket. No, 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 Right, no. right. And no weekend in Rikers. Yeah, no jail, no arrest. Give them a, a little a, a fine, you know. I mean, if we treat weed smokers the way we treat shitty drivers. Or alcohol drinkers. Or alcohol drinkers, that's, that's a great way to generate revenue for the city and also make more responsible human beings. I... What say you win? Well, I mean, it would be nice, you know. Like I get, it, I'll say it. It makes it less of a. You ever been to a dispensary? No, no? unfortunately not. It, it it makes you feel um more of a regular person. You know, when you walk in there, it's like, oh, I went to the liquor store. Or, yeah. or you don't feel guilty going to the liquor store. You walk in there and get your thought wine. And <laughs> you have a good night. Pop us a popcorn. You saw me. Wine. You saw me with my Behringer. <laughs> Shut up. Martinura. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. Nah, I, I fucks with that man of Chevitz. What you know about that? Nah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and you know it, cause there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? He's not doing anything wrong. It's just a, uh, it's it's more harmful to go buy a bottle of uh. Of of uh, bourbon or, or which I love or whiskey or something like that. You know, this is like, what if like you know I, my knee hurt. You know what I mean? What I gotta take these pills? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you ever had to take pills for like a back or something and go to work? That shit is like, it's different. <laughs> like you know, you really want people working like that? Right. right. Or would you let them just a little? You know what yeah, I mean? we have a an opioid epidemic yeah. because of people's ignorance to weed. No, it's an opioid epidemic because it's affecting the white community. When it was a black community, it was just, oh, them, them 
them beeps are just doing drugs. I was gonna say. I feel like heroin never left since it made its scene in like what was it China in the freaking seventeen hundreds when but, Britain was colonizing and shit. Ever since it made its debut onto the world scene, heroin never left. There was never no stop in the opioid epidemic. It just got mixed up in other things. Opium but opium, yeah, opium dems, they were prominent in New York City up until, what, the 30s? That's not that far when you think about it. Oh, shit, I did not know that. Heroin was in different sodas. Oh. Those, uh, what do you want to call them? The counters, the lunch counters with the soda. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the most, of course, everyone knows Coke was in Coca-Cola, but there was heroin in Dr. Pepper. Holy moly. Stop playing. That was one of the special ingredients. Heron? Like. (laughs) That horse? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were experimenting with crazy stuff, like. They should come out with Dr. Pepper mascot is a horse. That would be ballsy. That's actually kind of great. <laughs> that <is very> <laughs> That's kind of great. <laughs> so, heroin never left, but you're right. I feel like now that the, the the focus is on white people, there's a gentler tone being discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just telling Ralph earlier that I saw a guy in Popeyes snorting heroin. Like, how dare you in this house of chicken? Wait, this the house one on of glory. One twenty fifth of Morningside. No, I don't go there. Oh. Um, the one on Boston Road in Allerton, next to White Castles. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, son. And then he had the audacity to ask me and my mother, my sweet innocent mother, if she wanted sour. Like well, the... he's no in the right over there on on yeah. Damn. Shit is and real And I always out walk here. into that one. I never hit the drive through on that one. I only go to the drive-thru on co-op. The drive-thru on the Allerton one is horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Ter- you, you can hit somebody. <laughs> you like, can hit somebody. The, that is the worst construction. <laughs> Whoever is responsible for that, no shade thrown, no lightning bolts thrown in the Popeyes on Allerton and fucking Boston Road. But whoever thought about the parking lot could... Drive-through construction and just don't care about human life. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why the Popeyes is not in the center of the parking lot and you can go around it. Budgie. Like it don't make no. But yes, you're right. All shade on my side. <laughs> all shade, all tea. Um, oh, man. But yeah. Um, like I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of with Ralph on it. I I am all about that money, like decriminalize it because like I do love my local weed man, and I don't want some new Columbus coming in and getting and making money. They're already coming in. The people behind um, one of the, I think one of the people behind the the, the farmer whatever it's called the one Hunts Point. Farmacana. Yeah, from Illinois or something like that. Oh, from ain't that a bitch? Chicago or something. Somewhere in that in that generalized area. Well, if he's yeah. from like Chicago, is he black? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Well, let's hope he's. I don't like, think so, though. I doubt it. Let's hope he's an inner city youth of Chicago yeah. who's come to. You're hoping for a lot. I know. Yeah, this isn't you know, it's know. not a TV show. Uh, <laughs> this isn't Shameless. Great minds, great minds, great minds. Um, well, there's a lot of talk of weed today. All things impacting the Bronx. Um, we kind of shirk it off as just 
that thing. Oh, it stinks, you know. Oh, you guys are annoying. You see things. It's Weed annoys the older generation, but weed <sighs> is going to shape the future of our borough. Um, and it's just shown through three separate news events over the span of two years that, yeah, weed is the future. Um, and we got to figure out where we stand, what place we want to take on the side of the debate and move forward so that it affects everybody fairly. There should be no more Rockefeller laws incarcerating black and brown people from our community for, for lifetimes, for entire lifetimes. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to take another quick break and return with some updates where you can catch us and, uh, all things black. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to this episode of Blacked Out, proudly presented to you by Blue Note StuBX. Sonny, can you tell the folks how they can book a session at Blue Note? Absolutely. Uh, you can go on Instagram and look for me, Sunny Blue Note S zero N N Y underscore Blue underscore Note, or Blue Note Stu BX on Instagram or Facebook. Direct message us or email us um, and book your next session. Awesome. Now back to the show. And we're back. Before we close out the show, I just want to thank my guest host and special guest. You know. Ralph and Wynn, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to talk about what you guys have coming up. I know you've both been extremely, extremely busy. Um, Ralph, talk to me. So uh, Bronx Open Mic was started in July 2015 in the Northeast Bronx, Gasolina Lounge particularly. Whoop, whoop, uh, whoop, whoop yes. <laughs> um, it's an outlet. It's a um, space for any type of artist, any type of performer to come perform, um, get exposure, get experience performing in front of a live audience. We do two events per month, one at Gasolina Lounge. We have one uh, event there coming up Sunday, April 29th. Showtime is 8 p.m. And we also do monthly shows at Essentials. Essentials is a huge lounge on Fordham Road by Arthur Avenue. We have an event there, Single de Mayo. Uh, that's a Saturday, May, May 5th. Nice. Um, so artists basically, um, we're on Instagram, so follow us at BX Open Mic. That's B-X-O-P-E-N-M-I-C. It's also on Facebook, same handle, BX Open Mic. Um, basically all the information is there. There's a phone number to text if you'd like to perform. Now you don't have to sign up to perform. Uh, all you have to do is come on time, um, for the gasoline event, if you c come 7 o'clock, you'll be able to do two tracks. Um, first, it's the, pretty much the first 20, perf 20 performers to come get to do two tracks. Uh, it's ten dollars for everyone, ten dollars for artists, ten dollars for guests. Um, it's fifteen dollars after nine p.m. because we want want people to come on time. So every so every artist has a nice crowd to perform in front of. There's a cash prize for the top voted artist. Um, it's the guests that will um, decide who, who wins the cash prize. Um, that's for the 29th. For May 5th, um, Rosalie has given it out. We have a Bronx Open Mic trophy. It's actually a um, gold metallic microphone. We have judges um, that decide the winner. So that, that event, you know, that's really based on, on your talent. Um, we're going to have five judges on May 5th. 
um, SWB Radio will be there, um, Rosalie BX Blacklist, and we have um, China, um, China Doll Nails, and we have some new judges um, coming. Our last event, um, Mike Mezel was the top artist. Um, he had some Ghostbusters shit. That was, that was that, so that, dope. That was funny. That who was who are you going to call? Mike Mezzel. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 was, that was pretty cool. Um, we, had B, um, we had MC Queenie. She was runner-up, second place. And we had Wayne Baller. Uh, it was his first time performing with us. It was third place. Who lives by me, by the way? I saw him on his way home when I was... So he lives by me. You live right by me, so... Oh, he right. lives on Barker. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. So, so, so as you can see, this is all local artists. Um, I started it um, just as like on whim. I thought it was going to be like some art gallery type of stuff, but art galleries don't really work. Um, they didn't. Re it didn't really work. Um, but the performance, the performers really wanted a place to perform. So it's not just, it's not just for performers. You know, you'll have a fun time when you come. Um, you don't have to stay the whole show, but you'll meet people. You'll mingle. Um, we have all kinds of artists at our um, April, April was. Arrow March show, we had spoken word, we had comedy, we had singing, we had reggaeton, hip hop, you know, poetry. So we, we get it. We get a good mix. Admittedly, mostly is hip hop because we're in the Bronx. But you'll 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 see some some interesting shows sometimes. Yeah. We had in March the guys who opened up. Um, they had like light up sneakers and afros on them and suits. And I was like, whoa, okay. So oh, dancing. We we have classic man who always comes and dance dances so any type of um performance art if you want to come perform just come perform i mean we got to pay our bills we got to pay the dj security everything like that so it is a ten dollar cover uh but sunday april 9th gasolina lounge it's on boston road by mace avenue a couple blocks south of allerton avenue you could take the two train to allerton avenue or the bx 26 or 39 bus to um the allerton avenue area um, then essentials, um, essentials, we have a, a bigger capacity. Um, it is a bigger space. So we, uh, we do have to charge a little more. It's 20 to perform. Guests are $10 before 8 PM, 15 after, um, they have hookah, they cook food. Um, and Rosalie will tell you, um, it's a, it's a party in there. Oh, it's lit. Uh, the last show we, I think we must've left out of there like around one something, one AM. Um, oh my God twerking there was ass everywhere uh yeah stop playing at one point in the show there was like a guy grinding on a girl but it, it was consensual it was consensual there, there was nothing you know it was consensual and like you had the main star she was twerking and i'm like oh my lord is this a video i think it is clutch my pearls well, we all we also have some um when people do, when the artists do the spoken word, we have some pretty deep stuff. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. at our last Gasolina show, if you want to go on our Instagram, we had we had some guy close it out. He he re he was really good. He went after um the Afro Jedi who's been with us for um forever. Um, he he really had a um, deep story to tell. So, you know, I I like to, for me, the BX Open Mic is exposure for artists give obviously giving them a platform to perform but we want as we want to get this thing as big as possible because i can see like artists you know they perform here they perform there but like where's it going we want we want industry people to see these artists because there's so much talent around you know look we want cardi b to come to our showcase she was her, her um her hair salon, I think, is like only a couple blocks down from Essentials. It's on Fordham Road. Really? Yeah. My friend told me that. China told me that. Oh, shit. You know, 
she's from the Bronx. Come back to the Bronx and see what what type you know. Give give some other artists the ch- um, the chance to really get out there in the mainstream. Um, because as I said, there's so so ten tens of thousands of artists in the Bronx. Oh yeah, I mean we're the home of culture essentially, not just hip hop. So many things have sprouted out of the Bronx that we can take credit for in mainstream society today, you know. Uh, at one point, that's why, you know, the Chariot Group wanted to brand the South Bronx as the Piano District, because we were the largest manufacturer and exporters of wooden pianos. We were a place of music, um, all the way from its inception. Uh, we've always been a place of progressivism in terms of property ownership, um, in terms of what you do with your individual space. We see that in, you know, the different communities. Like Fieldston, for example. These homes, these are like colonial time homes. And you see how each person took the time to craft their home. These are personally designed. These are not row houses that we're so used to seeing. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. There's so much talent in the Bronx. And one of those talents is the wonderful win who stay winning. That I'm surprised I never told like this is why I don't I can't believe I never linked you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want you to win. <laughs> it's a shame. It'd be, it'd be the people closest to Because you're so good to me. <laughs> What's going on? What do you have going on? Talk to us. I know you came back from South by Southwest. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. There's a lot of music, a lot of art, a lot of culture out there. It was, it was like, uh, I came back different. I came back with a, a lot of good lessons learned. Um, uh, it was good to see a lot of New York people out there doing their thing too. You know what I mean? Shout out to the MMB boys. And, uh, you know, it, it was it was cool. It was really good to see that... Um, it gives you uh, faith in the culture. You know That's what I mean? amazing. Okay, because like the way everything is set up, even like, even you don't have to touch down the the main stage. That's not what it's about. It's like cause everybody that's on over there is, yeah. is touching where we was at. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it w- it was good. There's a lot of energy, a lot of good energy. That's you know awesome. A lot of ratchet too. You performed, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, we did the um, Hot 97 Hip Hop Mike house party. Um, shout out to Hip Hop Mike, mixy shows. That shit was fun. And then uh, shout out to the homie V Henny. We did the artistry, uh, more booking show out there. Uh, that was that was dope. A lot of dope artists out there. A lot of Bronx artists was out there. Brooklyn was out there. You know what I'm saying? Like it was Jersey was out there. That was dope. You know what I mean? So um, it was good. It's 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 good. It's good right now. Nice. You know what I mean? I got a show come uh, coming up. I'm actually headlining at uh, the West End this Saturday. That uh, show starts at 11. You know what I'm saying? How do you get tickets? Uh, you can hit me up on the gram, W-I-N dot underscore, um, or Speak Meek, S-P-E-E-K. Speak? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. See, I'm, I'm <laughs> wilding right now. Know. I'm wilding. S-P-E-A-K-M-E-E-K. Speak Meek. That's the manager right there. Um, or, yeah, just make it simple that way. You know what I'm saying? Let me know, and I got y'all, you know? I don't know. We out here. We all try to move and shake at the same time, right? So, Facts. And Facts. I promise you, those who receive tickets to my show definitely get 150,000% experience. 
with everything that that's a lot of percent that's a lot of percent that's 1.21 gigawatts (laughs) 1.21 gigawatts speed of light speed of time no marty (laughs) where are we going And I couldn't think of a better way to close out the show than with a quick Oh yeah? A quick sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. Oh man, I I I you want it on a on a beat or you wanna Uh however you like. However you like. No, let's let's go off the top. Let's just say whatever. Uh full disclosure. Hold up. Watch as a fold up. Nah, not the money, just the instance that I wrote up. Or roll down what they say now. They like, oh, now you just a clown. Visually speaking, I'm about to throw down. Fist to cuffs. Quick shit. Like lightning. Every hit. Break bread. Shit is frightening. Exciting for the game. Insane for the lightning. I don't know. These niggas talking, but they ain't my friends. I put it on. Like pythons kicking the stack. Money made. Individual shit that they lack. Put the shell on the griddle. Watch as it crack. Yoke making it in the middle. See, that's a fact. Told you what it was, motherfucker. Nothing I lack. I got the skill set. Best in the game. Best on the track. That's some ill shit. Something I spill with. Like blood out the vein, nigga. That's something I kill with. Not understand. It's a lesson learned. Watch some lessons burn. Yearn from the progression. Niggas never lesson turn. But I done told you what it was from the start. Understand what it is unless it dearly depart. Boy, win. Gun hell. Stand up. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wolf and Sheep's closing out right now on all streaming services. Wolf and Sheep's closing. Or you can hit me up from thebronx.win. Download the album there. Holla at your boy. And one last time, Ralph. BX Open Mic. BX Open Mic on Instagram. That's B-X-O-P-E-N-M-I-C. Our next show, Sunday, April 29th. You can text 347-654-7044 or email us, bxopenmic at gmail.com. We also have a show May 5th at Essentials, 608 Fordham Road. And that's our show. As always, I'm Rosalie Ruiz. Uh, You can catch me on the gram, on Facebook, all platforms at the BX Blacklist. That's BX, B-L-A-Q-L-I-S-T. We got a party coming up real soon, actually, May 11th is the official black party you want to check that out so as i said visit us on the gram randy will be with us next week and i'm sure there will be lots of ja ja ja's and lol's to be had while we discuss some things you might have blacked out on so until next week stay black y'all i'll be black a peace